and welcome back to the Crestwood Red Devils podcast. I'm John Murphy. I'm your host. And today we have Coach Robel. He's our wrestling coach here at Crestwood uh, 7th through 12 uh, building now. And of course, we have J.P. Robel, his son, who is also qualified once again to return to the state tournament. Congratulations, J.P. Thank you. Thank you. And we're certainly glad you're back. And I just realized that you guys are my first return guests. That's exciting. (laughs) I know. It should be exciting. All right. So welcome back, and uh, congratulations, like I said. So before we get to JP and the state tournament, which is happening this coming weekend in Columbus, Ohio, let's talk to Coach Robel about the uh, 2023 wrestling season. Uh, Did it start in 2023, or did it start in 2022? 2022. So we start December. It's a long season. It's probably a good solid five months. By the time you get started, we're looking mid-November, and it takes us into mid-March. Okay. So it's a, it's, a, it's a long season. But um, overall, we had 14 kids, and we were able to fill 11 of the 14 weight classes for dual meets and for tournaments. Uh, we were more of a tournament team than we were a dual meet team. Uh, in dual meets, I think we ended up three and four. Uh, as for tournaments, you know, we were, we were fairly solid. We had a, a good like I would say three or four kids that really led the team. We had three solid juniors. You know, JP did a good job, Drake Reniker, Gavin McIntyre. And we also had Blake Bumgarner, who came back um, after three years, three or four years of being out. So they did a nice job. Blake was a really an undersized heavyweight. He was more of a 210, 215 pounder being forced to wrestle 285. Oof. So, yeah, he gave up quite That's a brutal. bit of weight, but he did a good job. So we were a junior-led team. Uh, we had a couple, you know, solid sophomores, a couple decent freshmen that filled in for us. So, you know, it's definitely something that we can build on heading into next year. So how did you talk Blake into uh, coming out to wrestle this year? Because, um, you know, he's at Maplewood, and um, a lot of kids from Maplewood, they're like, oh, I'm going home, you know, I'm not going to wrestle. So especially he'd been, you said he hadn't wrestled in three years? I would say a good three, four years. I think what helps is a kid like JP, you know, he forms relationships with a lot of his friends, you know, he's had some success his first couple years. So that encouraged kids to come out and, you know, join the team. And I I really believed Blake when he said he was going to come out because he was so adamant about it, you know, saying that I'm going to come out, I'm going to be a heavyweight. The only problem is he didn't foresee losing so much weight. So he started the year probably about 225, 230. And by the end of the year, he was down to you know, 208, 207 after some practices. But, yeah, I mean, I think recruiting helped and having someone like JP, you know, that's one of his friends, that that definitely, you know, pushed him, you know, past, yeah. All right, so you're pretty happy with the uh, team overall this year? I mean, how did the team place in the, the, um, what is it? I think sectionals, we were fourth. Okay, so in the league, JP, you might be able to help me on this. I know that we had... I think we three, top, yeah, we were we had there. three finalists. We had JP and Drake who won the CBC tournament, and we had Nolan Huntington who was a freshman. He placed second, so we had three placers, and I think we were in the top ten out of maybe twenty five teams somewhere around there. Okay. So in the league, it, you know, it wasn't, you know, we, we did all right. We we feared, you know, you know, we were fairly solid. Um, as for sectionals, I think we were fourth overall. I think so. Yeah, and I think we had. Five district qualifiers. It should have been six, but we had five. And um, we had a couple sec- – we had three sectional champions. We had JP, Drake, and Gavin. Right. So they went on the districts, those five. Um, JP ended up placing third in the district, which qualified him for the state tournament. 
Um, Drake won a match. Uh, Cade Rodder won a match. And, um, and Gavin McIntyre should have won a match. He kind of it was a kind of a, a bogus call, we felt, you know, at the yeah. end that cost him a match. But overall, um, I think we were in the top 20, top 25 in the district with one qualifier. So are you overall pleased with the finish at, uh, at districts or other than the, this, this call that you said, or do you kind of see these kids, you know, just seeing one kid making it to state, is that a disappointment? Is it, how do you feel about that? I guess. So realistically, we felt that we had a good shot of getting Drake Renneker down as well. Um, Drake had a, had a great season. I think he ended up winning 37 or 30. I think he finished 38 and eight on the year. Um, he won the sectional championship. In some cases, many people even predicted him to win the district. Um, you know, things didn't quite work out the way that we anticipated. He lost a, a close match in the quarterfinals. It was literally a last second reversal that cost him there. And he ended up getting caught in the first match on Saturday morning. So, that one kind of hurt us a little bit because we were anticipating Drake getting down as well. Gavin McIntyre, we knew it was a long shot, um, but the way that Gavin was wrestling, you know, you never know. You never right. know. You just got to put yourself in that position. Uh, there were a couple youngsters. Drew Foss was definitely a surprise. I was very happy with the way he wrestled at sectionals. Cade Rodder won a match at districts. Um, but outside of that, it was pretty much how we expected things to, to go down except for, you know, the Drake situation. Okay, so before we get to JP, which we're going to do in just one second, just want to talk about, you know, look forward to next year because, you know, I know that we have a lot of eighth graders who wrestle right now. We have a couple of female wrestlers um, who, who may want to wrestle uh, in, uh, in the high school uh, category next year. And this young, lightweight up-and-comer who um, weighs about, what, 80 pounds wet? Um, his name might be Rocco Robel, who's your nephew. Correct, correct. So right now we have 14, what we project, 14 kids coming back that are returning letter winners, I guess you could call them, you know, at the high school. We add another eight next year. So looking at the numbers of everything, you know, on paper goes the way that we expect. We should have 22 kids. And there's always a couple of kids that are hitting me in the hallways or, you know, checking in saying, you know, I want to wrestle next year. So I wouldn't be surprised if we're between 20 to 25 kids, which would be at almost doubling our team. You know, that would be that would be nice. And I think we would hopefully fill every weight class. As for Rocco, he's, he's a tough little kid. He really is. Um, I think he's up to 86 pounds. He weighed him in on Sunday, and that was like a big deal. But Rocco, yeah, he's solid. Rocco's wrestled, you know, with JP, you know, in the Firebirds Wrestling Club. You know, he wrestles a little bit with him, you know, with the middle school and the high school. So, you know, I'm, I'm familiar with Rocco. Um, obviously, his dad, my, my younger brother, Phil, was a state champion growing up. So wrestling's in his blood. You know, he definitely is someone that's, you know, I guess we're, we're, we have, I was just telling, I think I was telling you, John, earlier that we haven't had a 106 pounder in a good five or six years. Mm -hmm. So he might be 106 for a good two or three years. So how do you get him to at least get to 95 by the time wrestling season so, opens uh, next November, December? He's taking his protein shakes right now. <laughs> is he? Yeah. Is so, he hanging out with JP eating some chicken nuggets <laughs> and some Chipotle? He's, he's definitely looking to improve his diet, but I know he's drinking like a milkshake a day, you know, sometimes two. Um, but we're trying to get him to, worst case scenario, 95. And on a good day, maybe we'll get him to the triple digits, get him to 100 pounds. But, 
it's going to be something that he's going to have to really work on. I mean, usually you hear about kids, you know, losing weight for right. wrestling, but with Rocco, he's going to have to gain some weight. All right. Well, we're not going to put the cart before the horse because, uh, you know, uh, the season has to start. and We have to see how Rocco fares against, you know, older kids because he'll be obviously wrestling older kids who are in his weight division, lightweights sure. who are older, you know. We know that um, that the Nemex were pretty light coming into high school, and they were they were pretty tough right out of the gate. Um, so you know, Rocco's going to have Correct. his competition. Absolutely. Yeah, I hear that he also boxes. Yes, he he's a boxer. <laughs> um, early on, he was in uh, he was a black belt in karate. <laughs> so he's been doing all kind of different things. You know, his dad gets him involved in quite a bit and lets him just have fun with it. But I think it's really just part of his training for wrestling. You know, he, he wants him to get, you know, those heavy hands for when he ties up with his opponent, wants to get that footwork down. And I, you know, I, I got to give Phil credit. I, I really didn't understand it at first. But now we have Ty Burquest, another eighth grader, that does the same thing. He boxes. You know, his dad's a big proponent of that. And I, I think it definitely helps. It definitely helps with the footwork especially. Right. Well, I certainly hope that Ty also Looking forward to seeing him wrestle in the, the high school. Of course, he's a bigger kid. He's tall. You know, he's got to be at about 5'10 at this point. So he's, he's a big kid. He's got a good size. And ironically, that's one of JP's drill partners, you know, in the offseason is Ty Burquest. So, you know, Ty's a little bit heavier, a little bit bigger. But, you know, they're good workout partners. They know how to drill. They have the same flow. And, you know, they're, they're good together. All right. Well, JP, I kept you here from class, obviously, for a reason. And we want to talk about the state tournament coming up this weekend in Columbus. Before we get to that, though, we were here last year having the same conversation, so let's just kind of revisit last year. I don't want to re rehash the disappointment and everything, but how many how many matches did you win? And ultimately, you know, what happened? I guess is the easiest way to uh, ask it. Well, last year I didn't win any matches at the state tournament, and just it was as you said, it was disappointing. But it really changed the way how I. Just like thought about this year and just really changed my mindset, saying like nothing comes easy and you gotta work for everything. And definitely thing we said this week, don't look ahead. I definitely looked ahead, thinking like about my next match and match after that. But now you just gotta take it one match at a time now. Okay, all right. So a new way of thinking. Mr. Murphy, if you don't mind me uh, chiming in there, he, he's exactly right. And I, I blame myself for that. You learn early on, you know, as a coaching world, the golden rule, never look ahead. And I made the mistake of, with JP, looking ahead, looking at, you know, your quarterfinal potential matchup or your semifinal matchup. And that was the wrong thing to do, and we definitely learned from it. So we're going in on Thursday looking at as a dual meet, you know. This is a dual meet. you got to win the one match. Just worry about the one match. Don't look ahead. And that's definitely something I learned. Here I am in my 22nd year, and I'm still learning, you know, things that you can improve on. And I made a mistake, a big mistake, that – I think I learned from, you know, early on as well. So I won't even ask you about what the draw looks like because, you know, we're not going to get, we're not going to go there as far as that's concerned. Uh, the only uh, kid we know about is the first kid, Nathan Parks, and that's the only match I'm looking at right now. And okay. once I'm in that one, I'll worry about the next one. All right, very good. That's a good mindset. So let's talk about this season. You know, did, uh, what improvements did you make from uh, the last season to this season? Um, did, you, did you win more matches uh, this year uh, yeah, this year um, I won, what was it, 40? He's 43 and yeah. 3 so overall. I think last year I think I was like 36, so I won more matches right. than last year. And just I improved a lot, especially technique-wise I did, I feel like. I'm uh, more physical and a lot more stronger. I really took the weight room uh, serious in the off season and during the season. 
So having strength and everything is really good too for my size. So here's what I'm going to ask you, JP, because another thing that's changed from last year to this year is that I actually had you in class as a student this year. And you're one of the quietest, most laid-back kids that I've had. So how do you get up for a match, you know? Because, I mean, like I said, you're a quiet kid, so how do you get up, you know? It's a mindset thing. I think just just like a light switch. You just flip it on and flip it off, really, to be honest. Um, and um, um, do you feel, you know, like like being relaxed and everything, keeping your mind calm before matches is a good thing for you or, you know? It's actually funny because I realized that this year, just being more relaxed and having fun with it this year, because last two years, my freshman and sophomore year, I was always like just like just wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. But this year, I'm having fun with it, talking more, like talking more during like the season, and just having fun during practice and even during matches, and not just worried about just wrestling all the time. I will say that I will say to our listeners, our many listeners out there, that as a student, you're a very fine student. So, uh, so uh, Coach uh, Robel, Dad, you'll be glad to know. But you know. Coach happens to be in the room right next door to mine, so there are lots of parent-teacher conferences uh, between him and I <laughs> about <laughs> JP yes. and about a lot of the other wrestlers too. You know, that's the one. Uh, that's the one good thing. You know, athletes tend to listen to their coaches more than they listen to, you know, their specific teachers or sometimes even parents. You know, when it comes to this kid is acting up, and um, can you uh, can you have a chat with him? You know. Absolutely. I, and, and that's important, you know, to have that relationship with teachers. Um, just, I know through the years talking to you, John, I mean, you're, you're always giving me the update, you know, this kid's missing this assignment, he needs to do this, you know, this one's acting up. And that's good to have because then you have that talk with the kid, you know, during practice and hopefully straighten things up. Okay. Now, JP, did you, did you, uh, did you go up any weight classes this year or did you wrestle at the same weight classes uh, last year? I was year? actually at the same weight class this year. I think last year I was a I was like a small 126 pounders and I could have been 120 last year, but it's like a 126. But now this year I'm at right uh, like the right weight class and I think I'm just a big 126 right now. Okay, so you plan on staying at that weight class for your senior year? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> no, no, no. You go, what are you going up to 32 or? I think we haven't really thought about that. Okay. Yeah, but probably 38, 32. Oh, okay. Like that. Yeah. All right. Mm. Um, okay, so other than, of course, making it to the state wrestling uh, tournament again this year, you also have achieved some milestones this year here at Crestwood. So can you, uh, can you, can you list those off for us real quick? Yeah, uh, so I got my 100th win uh, during the CBC tournament, so that was always nice. Then at sectionals, I actually broke the record for most pings in a season, and I got 28, now I'm up to, I think, 30. So at 30 pings, so I broke that record. And I won five tournaments this year. Was what, it was one short of the school record. Okay, so um, who holds those? Oh, who held those records before you? So the pin record, it was actually shared by like four or five different wrestlers. I think Brett Suhey was the last one to do that. Okay. And I think the record was 27 coming in. Um, the career wins record is held by Dylan Kager. He's got 165, and he and Brett Suhey have the most... Uh, wins in a season with 47. And right now, JP has 43, so he would need four wins at the state tournament to tie it five to, you know, okay. break that record. All right. But you got next next season as well that you're senior. Yeah. Like, so Brett, Zuhay, and um, what's, what was he a senior when he achieved that? He was. So. Oh, it might have even been his junior year, now I think right. about it. because oh, junior. Yeah, yeah, because I think his senior year, he was hurt for, you know, a couple of weeks and was out. So I want to say it was his junior year. 
Okay. All right. Um, and do you know those kids? Do you know uh, those kids at all? I mean, I'm sure you knew them growing up yeah. and everything. Uh, Dylan Kager, he was, I think I was probably second, third grade during his time. But I, I remember him, talking to him always. But Brett Suhey was like, I think I was in, I always went to a state tournament. So I was probably fourth, fifth, and sixth grade when he was in school. So I always like looked, I always like, Brett was one of the kids I always looked up to. Okay. So like, I know Brett always. Mm. So you would say that those kids has, had some influence on you? Oh, yeah. And mm. as far as your wrestling style, is it a style that you develop on your own, or do you kind of go, you know, mirror a particular wrestling style or anything like that? I'm not a big expert. Like, honestly, but. I think I just have my own style. It always changes, too, I feel like. Just one week I'm like this, the other week I'm like, like this. So, like, it changes, so I have my own style. Okay. All right. Fantastic. All right, well, JP, uh, congratulations Thank once you. again. You know, good luck at the state tournament. We'll be obviously uh, keeping up with you on uh, social media, Twitter. What's the what's the Twitter handle there, Coach? Which you ha- which you do? Which uh, well, I know we talked about this last year too, but you are the Twitter. Twitter man. I try, you know, I don't, I'm not really good with social media, but no, you're not many, good with computers either. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. So probably about 2017 is when we first started with Twitter and, um, the stack girls got it started for me and I was the one that was kind of updating it. So I tried to update it throughout the tournament or after a dual meet or, you know, after a big match, you know, I tried to update it. So I will definitely let, you know, the followers know how JP, you know, fares after his first round match. So if he wins that first round match, he would only wrestle once on Thursday or on Friday. I'm sorry, on Friday. And if he, you know, comes up short, which obviously we're hoping that's not the case, but if he comes up short, he would have to wrestle again on Friday. So he's either going to have one or two matches. Okay. All right. And what is, uh, how do you find you on Twitter? Is at Crestwood Wrestling? It's Seawood Wrestling 1. one. Yeah. Seawood, at Seawood Wrestling 1. Okay. How many followers do you have? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Again, more than um, 10? We do. We do. I think we're, we might have maybe a couple hundred. Wow. That's more than I have. <laughs> maybe. I, I might be giving us a, a little bit right there, but okay. we're, we're definitely over 100. All right. All right. Well, thanks again for coming in, Coach. Uh, and JP, good luck. Thank and uh, again, this has been the Crestwood Red Devil Podcast with uh, Coach Robel and JP Robel, who's off to states in Columbus. And have a good day, everybody. <laughs>